BCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. Friends, we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk here on VCY America. It was on June 7th, nearly a half year ago, that the Compass Care Pro-Life Medical Office in Buffalo was firebombed. Miraculously opened, reopened 52 days after that. Local authorities were contacted immediately. The FBI was brought in to investigate. And month after month, it's only been crickets chirping. No action. Stonewalled silence. All this while it was apparent that they had access to a video showing the perpetrators. But in just recent weeks, the FBI has offered a reward. A reward for information leading to the arrest of those responsible for the attack. Why did this take so long? Why the double standard against pro-life, pro-family organizations? Scores of other entities who were firebombed or vandalized are being met with silence and inaction. I think of our friends at Wisconsin Family Action in Madison, one of the first centers hit on Mother's Day. The FBI's Christopher Wray recently brought in before the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee to address the inaction. Well, with comments on this and other matters impacting life, we welcome a first-time guest, Daniel Tomlinson. He is the Vice President of uh, Advancement at Compass Care, a pregnancy center in Buffalo, New York. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jim. Really glad to be on with you. Uh, your colleague Jim Harden has been with us on previous occasions, uh, but as a matter of review, just step back in time, if you would, to June 7th to refresh the memories of our listeners as to what happened at Compass Care. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I'll step, down, step back even a little bit further than that with the leak of the Dobbs case. The leak of the Dobbs case, um, which eventually got uh, you know, decided on in, uh, on June 24th and that effectively overturned Roe versus Wade, um, the, the most egregious Supreme Court decision in the history of the Supreme Court, uh, the, the leaks of that Dobbs, Dobbs decision unleashed a national pro-abortion crime wave uh, with over 70 attacks against pro-life service organizations, over 160 attacks on pro-life organizations nationwide. Uh, nobody has been arrested at the local, state, or federal level uh, yet for any of these attacks. On June 7th, uh, Compass Care was attacked by Jane's Revenge, a pro-abortion terrorist group calling themselves Jane's Revenge. Uh, they took credit for the attack. They said that they find joy in, 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 in doing these attacks, uh, caused uh, um, nearly half a million dollars worth of damage to Compass Care's medical office in Buffalo, uh, New York. And um, uh, two firefighters were injured in, in, in fighting the blaze. Uh, multiple arsonists, multiple uh, incendiary devices. And again, uh, no, no one has been arrested as of yet. You actually had video security footage. What, what, what did you do with that footage? So back in June, um, back when uh, we were we were we were young, and um, uh, <laughs> the the world seemed so much uh, uh, brighter back then, when uh, when we thought that uh, the FBI would of course uh, treat an arson attack on a nonprofit organization as seriously, um, and actually do something to catch the perpetrators, uh, Compass Care submitted its uh, video surveillance footage to the police, and. Um, now have uh, had to uh, sue those same police in order to get back our private property. Um, absolutely refused for months and months and months, refused to allow Compass Care to view the footage uh, to, to get back its private property. And uh, so it is in the custody of um, the, the Amherst Police, which is the local police department there, and the FBI has full access to it, but Compass Care does not. And uh, just recently, just after the midterms, uh, oddly enough, a week after the midterms, uh, after being threatened from the House Judiciary Committee, um, and uh, you know, a thousand-page report kind of outlining the politicization and the weaponization of the FBI, the FBI finally released a 18-second compilation of the video surveillance footage and offered a $25,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of the arsonist. You know, the, um, again, this, this the, is coming months months after the actual attack. Yeah, I mean, this is amazing. I mean, this is this is the stonewalling that went on month after month after month. Uh, you, you you had to file action to, to, to even try and get your own property back from the police department. Um, That's correct. So, again, what, what, was, what do you believe is that trigger mechanism that caused the FBI 
during this month of November now to finally take some action to offer a $25,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of those responsible. What what do you believe triggered that? Yeah, so uh, a couple things. I mean, <clears throat> it is, uh, again, we're talking about a national pro-abortion crime spree. So to offer a $25,000 reward for the capture or the information leading to the capture of these arsonists is treating this incident as if it's an isolated, uh, you know, one-off that, and not actually a part of a, uh, a targeted campaign against pro-life service organizations seeking to shut them down or intimidate them. Um, so really, if the FBI was serious about actually going after the perpetrators, going after uh, organizations like uh, Jane's Revenge, uh, they would be offering a $25,000 reward for each of the, you know, 150-plus um, uh, pro-life organizations that have been attacked. You know, we're talking millions of dollars in that, in that case. Um, so in, in terms of your question, though, uh, this did come after the midterms. Um, there, there was uh, uh, a 1,000-page report from um, uh, the House Judiciary Committee. That's what it was. The House Judiciary Committee basically saying, uh, here's all the different ways that the FBI has become um, politicized, uh, the ways that they have, uh, are, are showing their bias in not um, actually – uh, upholding the law, uh, basically. They're going after the politically disfavored, and they're, um, uh, you know, uh, refusing to, um, they're, they're basically refusing to, uh, to enforce the law for those who are uh, politically disfavored and going after the politically disfavored. So, uh, you know, this, this, this massive bias in the 1,000-page um, report from the House Judiciary Committee, I think, was kind of a shot across the bows to the FBI. Um, their corruption and their politicization was going to be, uh, you know, brought before the House, House Judiciary Committee. And uh, so they, in an attempt to, to look unbiased, uh, after the midterm, they said, all right, well, let's take some action. But again, nobody's been arrested. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, put all the $25,000 rewards out there you want. Put all right. the, you know, highly edited uh, versions of video surveillance footage out there if you want. We're talking about the number one, uh, Jim, we're talking about the number one forensic analysis organization in the world. They can, they can find criminals based off the size of their earlobes, the shape of the earlobes. I mean, we're talking about um, the best agency at uh, finding, and their job is to find uh, domestic terrorists, domestic extremists, to, to actually go after people who are, who are committing violence against their own citizens. And they haven't been able to find anybody, uh, you know, quote unquote, not been able to find anybody. So- They've been unwilling to either give the resources or actually make the arrest. For anybody who are attacking these police service organizations. So are you doubting the seriousness then with the FBI on this, like feeling like maybe just a bone is being thrown, thrown your way? Yeah, absolutely. So unless we, uh, we'd love to be proved, we'd love to be proved wrong, Jim. we absolutely love to be proved wrong. Um, but nothing from our interactions with the FBI over the last uh, now nearly six months and nothing uh, in terms of results. Uh, there, there have been no results. So what, <clears throat> again, what is it going to take? Um, and to kind of um, to bolster this argument, there has been um, 26 different pro-life people who have been indicted on trumped-up charges of, of the FACE Act, of Freedom of Access to mm-hmm. Entrances. Mm-hmm. Uh, there has been 26 pro-life people that have been actively targeted by the FBI um, for, for trumped-up charges on, on dismissed cases from local, uh, local courts have dismissed these cases. The FBI has dug them up and gone after them, uh, in going so far as to, you know, do SWAT-like raids in the, in the, in the morning and arresting uh, Mark Houck in, in, at gunpoint in front of his wife and, and uh, seven children. Um, so there is, a, um, there is a, uh, an agenda here that looks like it is being, um, you know, slow-walking or refusing to, to provide justice uh, to pro-life service organizations. And at the same time, um, because of an executive order from the, from the Biden administration um, around a reproductive health task force um, from back in July, it looks like they're actively targeting pro-life people yeah. at the same time. You know, this is amazing, folks. Uh, Daniel Tomlinson, our guest here today on Crosstalk from uh, Compass Care, a pregnancy center in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I, I find it so interesting, Daniel, that, that the FBI is not labeling what happened to you, Wisconsin Family Action, over a hundred other organizations and churches that have been targeted by groups like Jane's Revenge, that they're not labeling this as a domestic terror, rather as an isolated event. I guess the domestic terrorists are only the ones who stand up at school board meetings to speak against the grooming policies of the LGBT agenda. 
agenda or or perhaps the domestic terrorists are the ones who have you as you mentioned have stood in opposition to abortion at the abortion killing centers i mean it's so obvious to see this is a very much a double standard yeah absolutely you know and and uh, fbi director christopher ray was brought before the senate homeland security and governmental affairs committee mm-hmm. um just uh, a couple weeks ago now i guess november and, 17th uh, you know he was he was asked point blank um you know what um, what's going on? Uh, what's what's going on with this uh, nationwide violence against a pro-life organization? Um, and and uh, you know, uh, Director Ray uh, fabricated uh, statistics and overinflated uh, abortion-related crime statistics to include uh, these trumped-up charges against peaceful pro-life people, saying you know, well, seventy percent of the abortion-related cases um, where the victims are pro-life organizations. Well, seventy percent. Is, is is not accurate. It's only accurate if you throw in all of these trumped-up indictments of, of of peaceful pro-life people under the Pretense of Faith Act violation. Um, really, what it is, is it's nearly 100% of all abortion-related violence is against pro-life organizations. There's only one case that we know of, one isolated case against the Planned Parenthood in Kalamazoo, Michigan, yes. where a 25-year-old uh, young man threw a Duraflame log onto the, the building, onto the roof of a, of a Planned Parenthood, and he was found he was arrested and he was charged with arson within four days, four days of that uh, throwing that Duraflame log onto Planned Parenthood, which caused minimal damage. Um, again, over 70 attacks against pro-life service organizations, over 150 against pro-life organizations uh, as a whole, uh, brutal firebombings, graffiti, breaking of glass, spray painting. Nobody, nobody's been arrested. Nearly 100% of all the abortion-related violence is against pro-life uh, service organizations. So we call that, um, you know, I know it's an old-school world, but we uh, old-school word, but we call that a lie. Um, you know, that is a that is a, a misrepresentation of the truth. Yeah. So one act of of. Uh... Uh, violence against a Planned Parenthood by putting a Duraflame log on their roof. And I think of offices like yours, I think of Wisconsin Family Actions offices where they had Molotov cocktails, you know, thrown at them. You've got the explosions, you've got the flames uh, that have yep. uh, taken place. You've got uh, certainly life put at risk uh, in all of this. Uh, the the mass massive vandalism that have been done to offices all across this country and 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 yet it is that is just kind of cast aside, isolated incident, uh, and yet you know four days it only takes four days to catch this the the, the individual who had put this uh, log on top of a Planned Parenthood. I mean, it's just it, it, yeah. it, it's outrageous for the American people to witness this. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, and I'm 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 I am hopeful. Representative Jim Jordan, uh, who's the incoming chair of the House Judiciary Committee, um, he looks like he's going to make good on his promise to aggressively investigate the FBI. Um, uh, you know, he's uh, you know he's mandated the cooperation of 42 Biden administration officials, including FBI Director Christopher Wray, um, looking into uh, allegations of politicization and bias in the FBI. Um, you know, after this thousand-page report where they said there is likely much more to be uncovered in the months ahead. But what is known, it is clear the FBI needs to prepare, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree with them more. Um, the FBI's abdication of duty and failure to cooperate uh, in order to arrest these, uh, these, these arsonists. we got, we, we got to take a break here. Daniel Tomlinson, our guest on Crosstalk, and uh, discussing uh, the, the attacks taking place. We will be back here in just a minute on Crosstalk. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, geologist with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, how fast does Niagara Falls erode? Chris, based on historical measurements, the falls has eroded upriver approximately five feet per year. In the early 1800s, when Sir Charles Lyell was promoting his millions of years concept, he used Niagara Falls to support his theory. Lyell claimed it was eroding at less than one foot per year, thus was tens of thousands of years old. This, he claimed, disproved the Bible. But in reality, Lyell ignored the evidence of rapid erosion. In fact, the erosion rate and the distance of erosion almost exactly points to the great flood of Noah's day as the start of erosion of the river's valley. The fact is, Charles Lyell was wrong, and the Bible's still right. It all started back in Genesis. To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Call us at 800-628-7640 and mention the promo code FACT. 
You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Daniel Tomlinson with us here today. First time on Crosstalk, Vice President of Advancement and Compass Care, uh, Pregnancy Center in Buffalo, New York, uh, targeted by Jean's Revenge. Um, Daniel, the uh, FBI, uh, as they did this about face uh, for at least one pro-life center now with this uh, $25,000 reward, uh, they released 18 seconds of that surveillance video footage with their reward. What does that video footage reveal, and are you satisfied with these 18 seconds, or do you believe that there's a whole lot more footage that needs to be released? Yeah, I mean, there is. Uh, I, I'm glad to see the FBI doing something, uh, even under duress or even with, you know, potentially uh, the, 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 the mixed motives of seeking to appear even-handed uh, when they are uh, quite obviously are not. Um, you know, this 18-second this compilation, um, I mean, it does, show, it does show the perpetrators. It does show them smashing the windows and throwing in the incendiary devices. It does show the vehicle. Uh, the the vehicle that uh, they drove up in, as, as well as although they blurred out the license plate, the license plate that was on it. Um, the, the question then becomes: Is why why can't we catch these guys? I mean, this is, we we've got about a minute and a half. Um, for, I I haven't seen the full uh, video surveillance footage. Jim Harden, Compass Care CEO, has, and uh, he you know was talking to him about it after he saw it um, uh, just a couple a few weeks ago now, and he said it was a highly coordinated attack. It was a minute and a half, start to finish. Uh, these were either professionals or trained trained by professionals. Um, they they didn't have any wasted motion. Um, they knew exactly what they were doing and went about it in a very business like way. And so, um, you know, I don't know exactly what that means uh, as much as it as it we we are um, because of the continued threats from Jane's revenge and the continued promise of more violence. Yeah, yeah. And the continued political rhetoric of pro-abortion politicians and the abortion lobbying groups and, uh, you know, uh, big tech actively censoring pro-life service organizations. All, all that war has been declared on pregnancy centers and uh, have been made into the enemy of, of, the, um, of, of the American people, which couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. The, um, the damp- there's been no dampening effect on these violent attacks because no one's been arrested. And in fact, right. rhetoric just continues to get more heated and uh, heated and more uh, more uh, vitriolic. You know, is, and it's interesting uh, because it's it's happened all over this country, As it, and I keep referring to Wisconsin Family Action as this happened on Mother's Day, one of the first centers attacked, and yet that, that threat that went there, if abortion isn't safe, then you aren't either. And that's a right. continuous that's a continuous threat against pro-life organizations all across this country. Yeah, and then and then one of their recent communiques, uh, Jim, they they said that we take joy in in, in, in these attacks. Uh, our future attacks won't be so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. Uh, basically, promising bloodshed, and that's one of the things that is just absolutely uh, preposterous about all this. Yeah. These, these folks are unhinged. Nothing. So, Compass Care is located. Compass Care has three physical locations: Buffalo, New York; Rochester, New York; and Albany, New York as well as an online telemedicine platform where we're serving women all across the New York, all across the state. New York is the abortion capital of the U.S. We have more abortions per capita than any other state in the Union. We have the most permissive abortion laws in the world after China and North Korea. The overturning of, the, of Roe versus Wade, the Dobbs decision, doesn't change anything here in New York. And actually, it makes abortion worse in New York because women are traveling from more conservative states. Uh, to New York to get their abortions. Uh, Governor Hochul has allocated millions of taxpayer dollars to fly women uh, to New York to not only pay for their abortions, but also their stay and their travel expenses. How tragic. So this, this, is, this is where we live. And yet you're firebombing a pro-life service organization um, in the abortion capital of the U.S. because you're angry about Roe versus Wade. Uh, these folks are unhinged from reality. Uh, if, if, if nothing else, um, they're, they're, what they're doing is they hate what we stand for. We, they hate the fact that we give women uh, actual true choice. We actually give them true information about all of their options, not just abortion, but about um, every, every option they have available to them when they're facing an unplanned pregnancy. Daniel, let me ask you about this. When you're talking about the video footage, uh, surveillance footage that was released, the 18 seconds, you mentioned that the license plate was blurred. Uh, it would seem to be a key piece of evidence to help find the individuals. Why would they blur the plate, or do we know if this was a stolen vehicle? 
Yeah, so uh, we were told that the license plates were stolen, um, which is my guess as to why they blurred it, because they were stolen from some innocent party. Um, that, that, is what, okay. that is what we're told. Um, the vehicle itself, to our knowledge, is, was, not, was not stolen. And, um, uh, again, we're talking about, mm, I believe it's a Dodge Dart, an orange Dodge, orange or red Dodge Dart um, with, uh, you know, I believe a 2015 or 2016 uh, Dodge Dart. So um, not a super common car. Not a super super common color, uh, and, and you're getting all kinds of uh, information from the way these uh, two two men carry themselves, the way they're they're dressed, or what they're you know all this kind of stuff. But the the more time that goes by, Jim, the harder it is to, to find these folks. I mean, it took the FBI five weeks. It took them five weeks before they even began forensic analysis of this video surveillance footage. My. Um, this was not a priority for them. No, no. <laughs> this, but... is such a, this is such an abdication of responsibility, an abdication of uh, law enforcement's responsibility to protect all of its citizens equally, not just those who are ideologically uh, aligned with them. Four days to catch one uh, d- d- perpetrating a, a, a bad attack against yep. uh, Planned yep. Parenthood. Four days, but, uh, yep. but yet uh, nearly five months in order to even <laughs> release the video surveillance here for the public. Do you believe that the, that the FBI had an impact on the lack of response also from local law enforcement? I, I do. Um, I do think so. Um, the, there, there doesn't appear to be any reason why local law enforcement would, um, would not release Compass Care's private property to, uh, to Compass Care uh, unless the FBI had told them not to. Uh, so, you know, the, 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 the judge um, where, where we appealed uh, the, you know, uh, they're withholding Compass Care's private property, would like to get our video surveillance footage back and, uh, you know, basically push forward an investigation on our own because nothing's being done, said that they had till January to turn over the footage, to arrest somebody and or turn over the footage. So uh, he's at least holding them accountable uh, to get some results in the next uh, couple of months here. But by January, uh, we're looking at just a few months um, because I think our ability to uh, actually investigate and bring charges elapses after a year. So that just gives us another, you know, five, 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 five or so months to finish up any investigation on our end. It's amazing. And again, I referenced Wisconsin Family Action was attacked one month before yourselves, and I have not heard of any offer from the FBI being uh, offered uh, on on behalf of catching the perpetrators for it or any other of the pro-life agencies that have been firebombed here in the United States. Uh, Something's unique uh, why they're doing it for this one and not all the centers. Yeah. Yeah, Hmm. it really is... um, it really is quite. A, I mean, you think about any any other entity. Uh, I don't care whether it's a Pizza Hut or a toy store or or gas stations or what have you. Any other entity that you see this kind of targeting from a specific group, uh, as, because of what they believe. Um, you know, what, let's say it's vegans going after butcher shops or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you couldn't you you wouldn't have this kind of lackadaisical. Uh, response to it, you would see kind of a uh, wow. If there, if these if these entities are being specifically targeted, we should do everything we can to protect them from further attacks and to arrest the perpetrators so these attacks don't continue. These aren't just isolated one-off attacks. There is a uh, a committed ideological commitment to uh, going after pro-life service organizations. Daniel Tomlin's in our guest here today on Crosstalk. Uh, Daniel, uh, your colleague there, Jim Harden, has suggested. That, that Congress, which holds the purse strings, really ought to be suspending FBI funding until a thorough investigation into the full extent of the politicization of FBI leadership can be, can be done. Do you believe it's that serious? Yeah, I do believe it's that serious. I mean, I think that uh, um, Representative Jim Jordan's investigation is going to turn up all kinds of, uh, of dirty deeds, all kinds of politicization and weaponization, um, you know, have uh, you know some Jim Jim Harden, a Compass Care's CEO, is uh, is at has some suggested questions for Representative Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee to to question all of these slow walkers of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know whether or not they've ad- advocated, paid for, or had an abortion themselves. Uh, did confidential FBI human sources participate um, in domestic terrorism? Are, are pro-life pregnancy centers, particularly those who have been victims of domestic violence, currently being investigated by the FBI? Um, why has the FBI chosen not to categorize crimes perpetrated against pro-life 
pregnancy centers as domestic terrorism. We want to know why. And, um, you know, uh, of FBI's investigations, the Mann Act violations concerning minors. We know the abortion, uh, uh, multi-billion dollar abortion industry is complicit in the cover-up of sex crimes. Um, if you remember the 10-year-old rape victim in Ohio who was transported to Indiana for, mm-hmm. for an abortion, uh, the Biden administration uh, used, used that 10-year-old, that tragic, awful case of that 10-year-old rape victim as uh, justification for why abortion needed to be on demand in all 50 states, and then quickly dropped it, um, used her as a political uh, prop, re-victimized that victim of an awful crime again, and uh, immediately dropped it once questions started being asked about how do we know that a 10-year-old uh, got, did cross state lines, that she got a chemical abortion, that she got it in Indianapolis, all these different things that we shouldn't know if her information was actually private. What about the rapist who was an illegal immigrant nearly 10 times or three times her age? Um, you know, these are all... These are all questions that need to be asked of the FBI. Sure, indeed. Uh, so in that regard, do you believe the American people have just lost faith with our, ju- our justice system? Yeah, there seems, there seems to be a, a pattern of behavior here. You know, and it's interesting because uh, there's a certain, certain segment, there's a, there's a big overlap between pro-life people and conservatives, right? Almost, a, you know, if it was a Venn diagram, it was almost a complete overlap because we value uh, human life at its most innocent and vulnerable. I believe that babies in the womb are as fully equally human as anybody else, as you and I are. And um, <clears throat> the way that things have been handled and the kind of uh, left-leaning bias of, of our law enforcement, it's really disconcerting because you have an entire movement dedicated to uh, trying to defund uh, the local police or, or the police in general, or uh, going after, uh, you know, the you know, back to blue is a, is a largely conservative kind of motivated movement. Um, and to be clear, Compass Care has got no problem with the rank and file guys uh, of either the FBI or the local police. Um, we believe that they are seeking to do uh, their best with the information that they have and to protect the people in their community. Um, but what we're seeing is decisions made at the leadership level that go all the way to the top. They go right up to the, the DOJ. They go right up to Merrick Garland. Um, they go right up to uh, uh, the, Biden, the Biden administration and whoever's calling the shots there. Um, and that, that, is, that is where the priorities are being set and the reassignment of human resources is being set. Um, and that is where uh, Compass Care's main uh, beef is. Where do you go from here? Um, so continue to move forward. I mean, so uh, Compass Care is uh, seeking to um, protect pregnancy centers, uh, pro-life organizations across the nation, uh, and is at the is leading the charge to do that. Um, we have a team of thirty pro bono lawyers working for five different firms, uh, basically trying to uh, continue uh, the work of serving women and saving babies. That's why pro-life service organizations exist to provide mm-hmm. services to women in need, help them. Uh, in the in in the time of great distress of great fear, and and serve them in such a way that instead of making an abortion decision, they go on to carry a term and either make an adoption plan or uh, or parent. A Compass Care is going to continue to do that no matter what. Um, so we've got a collusion uh, going on, and Compass Care is going to continue doing what's right no matter what. I got to take a break right here, friends. Uh, let's open our phone lines. Your questions, your comments. Eight hundred seven three three nine eight two nine that's eight hundred seven three three nine eight two nine back in a minute you're listening to crosstalk christmas has become ground zero in an ongoing culture war where nativity scenes are nixed merry christmas becomes happy holidays and even the word christmas is considered by some as offensive Addressing this ongoing battle is the book, The War on Christmas, edited by Bodie Hodge from Answers in Genesis. With full-color pictures and illustrations throughout, The War on Christmas provides answers concerning a host of issues and misconceptions surrounding Christmas. You'll learn where the name Christmas comes from. Is it a pagan holiday? What about replacing Christ with the letter X? You'll find chapters on The Christmas Star, The Virgin Birth, The Magi, Why Creation is Important to Christmas, and so much more. This book also presents the gospel, which is often lost as this time is celebrated. The War on Christmas is available for a donation of $18 by calling VCY America at 1-800-729-9829. 
You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Daniel Tomlinson with us here today from the Compass Care. Um, CompassCareCommunity.com is your website. CompassCareCommunity.com. Uh, just before we take our first call, and by the way, we've got a couple of lines here yet, 800-733-9829. Uh, Daniel, just hours ago today, uh, House Democrats elected uh, pro-abortion New York Representative Hakeem Jeffries as the leader of their conference uh, to replace Speaker Pelosi. Uh, I understand that he has a 100% pro-abortion voting record in favor of abortion up to birth at taxpayer expense. LifeNews.com says he just doesn't have a pro-abortion voting record, but has also been openly hostile toward pro-life Americans who have smeared uh, pro-life Americans, describing them as a threat, as yahoos for believing babies in the womb deserve to be protected from violence, even calling uh, extreme mega-Republicans are extreme on reproductive freedom. Uh, this is the one who's going to now be leading the Democratic caucus or the, the Democratic House uh, of Representative members. Uh, your your comments on this. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> the, the reality is, is that the Democratic Party has been uh, captured by a rabid pro-abortion agenda that is extremely unpopular amongst American people. Um, they're, they're gone are the days of safe, legal, and rare, Jim. That is so 1990s Democrats. Mm-hmm. They just want it legal. Uh, they want it on demand. And what they really are pushing for is abortion legalized through all nine months of pregnancy like we have here in New York. And, uh, you know, um, uh, Jeffries is not going to be any different than that. And uh, there's no, unfortunately, they can't, they can't hedge or back down on any of these. Uh, 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 any kind of restraints on abortion whatsoever. And uh, it, depending on what poll you look at, between 80 and 90 percent of, of Americans actually uh, believe in some restrictions on abortion, at the very least some restrictions on abortion. Uh, most of Western Europe doesn't allow abortion after the first trimester, except in extreme cases. So, um, you know, he, Jeffries is, is, is uh, cut from the same cloth. Um, he doesn't understand, um, as a member of the U.S. government, he ought to understand that government's main job, the main reason they exist, is to protect all of its people equally. It's to protect, protect all of its people equally, not just uh, those they find convenient or comfortable or who are ideologically uh, aligned with them. They are to protect all people equally because all people are either fully and equally human, uh, from the womb to the tomb, or you can carve out exceptions for them, and it puts everybody at risk. Hmm. What, what abortion does is it opens up the door for the devaluing of human life across the board, and that's what we're seeing in our culture today. Let's go to the so, phone. Let's yeah, pick up some phone calls here. Uh, only Illinois, Georgia, on the air. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Uh, we are fighting an uphill battle the way we're fighting it. Jesus gave us authority and power to overcome, and we are just sitting around twiddling our thumbs. I can't understand it because nobody ever really taught us how to take authority and go into the world. Well, I I don't, uh, George, our whole topic today, this is not an organization that's twiddling their thumbs. They are on the front lines right now in their advocacy for life and helping women going through times of crisis pregnancy. Um, I'm I'm not following you on the twiddling of the thumbs. I'm talking about God's church. Uh huh. We we are doing some of the work, but we're not we're not taking authority. We're we're letting the criminals, as mm-hmm. the uh, man says, the the insane asylum is being run by the inmates. Mm-hmm. Indeed, and thank you for that. Let me have you speak, Daniel, to to. Uh, what he would say is the church not speaking out on this issue. Uh, I know there are the individuals that are, certainly this program does, certainly your organization does, and many other organizations like yours, but the church as a whole, do they need to get more active in this issue? Yeah, that, you know, that's a, it's, a, um, it's a, a bit of a, um, a yes and a no answer to this. So the reason that Compass Care exists um, is because of the church, is because of the pro-life passion of the church, is an expression of the church's pro-life uh, convictions and passion to see all people who are made in the image of God and therefore fully and equally human, fully and equally valuable, um, be protected from the womb to the tomb, from the moment of conception on. Um, but also, at the same time, 
there are many churches that won't touch uh, or talk about uh, the pro-life cause or the abortion problem because they see it primarily as a political issue, um, which is uh, uh, extremely unfortunate. It is not primarily a political issue. It's primarily a theological issue. Uh, it's, it's, it's fundamentally a misunderstanding of what it means to be human under God. Um, we, we allow for, the, abortion, for the, the killing of innocent human life in the womb because we, we forget about the inviolable nature of human life. Um, and the, the reality is, is that there are no rights in America if the right for life is not protected. All other rights spring from or are, are even a possible because of the right to life. Let's go to Robert in Glendale. Robert, you're on the air. Thank you very much. Um, Daniel, I appreciate your hard work. I pray for you. I know it's a, a tough job. But as a soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're commanded to press on, Mm -hmm. press towards the mark. And, Jim, I appreciate what you're doing. But I've got a comment, and I'm going to add it, because I've listened to two programs in a row where a whole lot of information is being provided, okay? But our ability to get results are being blocked by governmental individuals who... (laughs) keep continuing to cheat their way into the positions that they have. Therefore, our ability to get a result is none except for Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. And honestly, brothers, I, I want to see abortion ended. 1973, I was a victim of it because my girlfriend at that time was forced into having an abortion, and I didn't even know she was pregnant, okay? I was just told the day she was getting an abortion at KU University in Lawrence, Kansas, she was getting an abortion. That was 1973, February, okay? And I want to see it ended. It's murder, by the way. It is not killing. I was in the military. I had to kill to defend myself. Okay, Robert, let's let's go right to your main question then here for today. And then my main question then, brothers, would be, what what are we going to do as a group of people that are like-minded? I mean, I have no idea what our numbers are, but it's enormous. To get results from our government and local governments and state governments to act upon these issues. Thank you for the call here, Robert. Daniel. Yeah, so one, one of the, um, the things that I think is really important for us to remember is that uh, politics is downstream of culture. Um, and in, um, in the country that God has given us, our, uh, we get the political leaders that we deserve. Um, so I don't think that there is any return to a, um, to a system that actually is righteous in the way that it equally protects all of its citizens equally, um, equal protection under the law, equal, equally valuing every single human being without a return to Christ, without a massive revival and a resurgence of uh, Christian morality um, and a transformation of hearts and communities and families, of, 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 of the hearts of fathers being returned to their children, uh, the hearts of children being returned to their fathers. Um, I don't believe that there's any way forward um, you know, our founding fathers said that our system of government is completely inadequate except for for a moral and virtuous people. And I think they're absolutely right. And what we have done is we, we think that we could have all the fruits of Christians, all the, uh, all the fruits of a Christian worldview and while rejecting Christ at the same time. And we found that to be absolutely false. Yeah, so the yeah. more that we reject Christ, um, the more that we are going to continue to slide into uh, moral insanity. And so you continue to cry out against unrighteousness, just as the prophets of old. Uh, I, I think of the passage in Scripture uh, in, in uh, Corinthians about it's required of stewards that a man be found faithful. And so we continue to herald the truth, whether a culture is, is, is drowning around us, you know, in, in this sin. We, we continue to be salt. We continue to be light. And, and uh, God's going to certainly do what he does. But uh, we, we've got to get back to 
uh, how we have certainly applied from Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Thank you, Robert, for raising the issue. Well, let's go next to Brad in West Dallas. Brad, you're on the air. Brother Jim, um, this statement that they wrote down at uh, Julian Appling's site there when they, they attacked it, the abortions are not safe, neither are you. Yeah. Who says abortions are safe? Yeah. Uh, what kind of a bonehead would say something like that? Abortions kill people. They kill the baby all the time, and once in a while the mother dies too. Abortions are not safe and never have been. As for this uh, new up-and-coming House speaker that's going to take over for Nancy Lagosi, um Hakeem, right back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much it for today. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Uh, we have Cece in uh, Waddle, Arizona. You're on the air, Cece. Yes. Um, I was just calling to uh, comment on the statements about the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a witness to it, when I was 17 years old, I was kidnapped and taken across state lines. And uh, the FBI, um, it ended up where I ended up in the FBI's hands, and they took me, instead of taking me to the hospital, which they should have because I had been beaten pretty badly and, uh, and raped several times, they took me to a hotel and left me overnight alone. Mm. And uh, so to, to speak on the corruption in the FBI, it's been going on for a long time, I mean a very long time. I'm... 50, almost 60 years old now, and this is probably the first time publicly I've ever spoken of it, but I've used, it, used the situations that God has allowed others to uh, wake up to the government's abortions or to convince them that it's a freedom issue when it is not. It is not. It's an agenda. It's been an agenda for a very long time to kill children or to murder um, the races across the line. Um, they, they don't have any compassion for us. And so I, I want to say thank you because I am so educated when I listen to your show, all your speakers, God bless you um, for putting your necks on the line because that's exactly what you're doing. You're preaching the truth. And um, to, to the caller that called last, and asked what Christians can do, you can take the situations that God allows in your life, and you can use that as a witness to help people, to enlighten them. God has anything to happen to us that he doesn't mean for someone else. And so praying and asking for God's forgiveness and, and doing what the Bible says to do, yes, great. But God has a plan, too. <laughs> Just Amen. like Satan has an agenda, God yeah. has one, too. And he's in control, and he just expects for us to be about his business like you guys are. So I just thank you very much for that. Thank you, Cece. Appreciate your call here today. I'm so reminded about the thief here, Daniel, that seeks to come to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus said, I'm coming, you might have life, and you might have it more abundantly. We are up against a break, so uh, we're going to quick take the break, and uh, we'll come back with uh, more of your phone calls here on Crosstalk. Our number is 800-733-9829. With us today, Daniel Tomlinson from uh, Compass Care, their website, compasscarecommunity.com. Compasscarecommunity.com. Back in just one minute here on Crosstalk. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum recently on video was praising China and all their accomplishments and talked about China as a great model for the rest of the world. Really? Communist China? Well, should we really be shocked when we realize that Klaus Schwab admits on his own website, the World Economic Forum website, that he was mentored by Maurice Strong? Maurice Strong was the head of the Earth Summit in Rio in 1992 and gave us Agenda 21, now known as Agenda 2030. It was Maurice Strong who said, isn't the only hope for the planet that the industrialized civilizations collapse? Isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? 
Well, that's exactly what they're doing. And the World Economic Forum says by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. They openly brag about taking advantage of one crisis after another, but many of them are manipulated. Will they manipulate the railroad crisis and the strike potentially December 9th, the economic crisis, the border crisis, the drug crisis? You bet they will. Are you prepared? I'm Brandon House. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Daniel Tomlinson, our guest here today, compasscarecommunity.com, their website. We'll pick up some more calls and have some further thoughts to share with you as well. Let's uh, continue on. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Greg, you're on the air. Thank you for taking my call. This issue cannot have enough public discussion, and I thank you for what you're doing. You know, I'm... I just want to say abortion. If my friend, Dr. Alan Keyes, had been elected president, he promised to close all the abortion clinics on day one. I mean, the Constitution, which is predicated on the Declaration of Independence, clearly states, you know, they have the right to life from cradle to grave. And I am so disappointed with that earlier caller was right when he said the church has done nothing or little, and also the Republican Party. The Republican Party has left me, as they did Dr. Alan Keyes. When they say that heartbeat bills are good pro-life bills, not in the eyes of God, uh uh-uh. In the eyes of God, you know, Democrat and Republican plans are all the same. There's not a dime's worth of difference between killing a baby at eight weeks and 30 weeks. So thank you for listening. Okay. Thank you, Greg. Um, any comments uh, back there, uh, Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. I would say um, I think that uh, in, 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 a, in a way we're, we're figuring out which Republicans are actually pro-life. Um, I agree that for the most part, uh, Republicans have been spineless uh, and craven cowards when it comes to the pro-life uh, issue. And they have decided to just hide behind the Roe versus Wade decision. Well, I'm going to run on being pro-life to get votes. And then once I'm in office, I'm not actually going to do anything about protecting the most innocent and vulnerable of my constituents. Uh, and the reality is, is they've been able to do that because they hid behind Roe. There's nothing I can do. Roe versus Wade, Roe versus Wade. Well, now Roe versus Wade is gone. And uh, what, we're, what we have seen is those who are unabashedly pro-life, those who are staunchly pro-life, um, have found themselves to be on, uh, to have not just to be morally right, they also have a winning political strategy, I believe. Um, for those who keep backing away and hedging on their pro-life principles or scrubbing their websites, as we saw as a lead-up to the, to the, uh, to the midterms, uh, we saw many of those people, and I could list a whole host of examples, but we saw many of those people either lose or, um, uh, well, actually, actually, most of them that I know of uh, ended up losing their, their races. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want to vote for, for, for uh, men and women of principle. They, they, don't, they don't want somebody who's going to hedge and back off on the most important thing that should be uh, deciding who, who or what we vote for. How could you possibly vote for somebody who's not going to protect um, uh, innocent human life in the world? Teresa's calling from Berea, Kentucky. You're on the air, Teresa. Uh, yes, sir. I would like to, for you all to talk about what we could do. Could we protest? Uh, maybe if we get the whole United States of the Christians just to protest, or if we could get up a, a something, another a petition, and send to all of these people, these senators and all this, maybe would that help? And if so, could people start giving us the numbers and things that we could do? Because I know that without God, we can do nothing good. Right. Him, all things are possible. And I thought that might be something that would open some people's eyes. Thank you, Teresa. So the question, Daniel, what can people do? How can I make a difference? Do protest matters? Do contact our politicians matter? What what can I do? Yeah, so there are there are three main ways of continuing to push forward the pro life uh, the pro life cause, and all three of these are essential. There's political lobbying, um, there's calling of your you know, your representatives and urging them to protect uh, innocent Human life in the womb. There's um, there's a, a kind of activism or advocacy out in front of abortion clinics, praying, sharing the gospel, seeking to talk to women before they go in to get their abortions and point them in different directions. Then there's pro-life service organizations um, like Compass Care. 
that are offering ethical medical care and comprehensive community support to women considering abortion. All of those, um, uh, there are different organizations, either national or local, that you can get involved with to help continue to push and create a more pro-life, pro-family society. Um, we, we do need to create a culture that respects life at every stage. Um, we also need to, to reestablish uh, the, the necessity of strong family units. Um, so there are ordinary things like uh, being faithful to your spouse, having children, raising them, educating them according to uh, uh, the, what is right and true, what is good uh, and beautiful, instead of uh, sending them off to uh, the man, uh, sending them off to uh, government institutions to, uh, to become uh, brainwashed and another cog in the machine. Um, there, there are so many different things to do. Prayer, continuing to pray and fast for the ending of abortion. Um, continuing to serve. Um, finding uh, women in your community who need, uh, need help or who are facing untimed pregnancies. Connecting with a local pregnancy center to, uh, to serve there um, and, and to give. Yeah. Um, to give generously to organizations that are effectively fighting against the evil of abortion. Friends, look up in your local community, your pregnancy care centers. Call them up. How can I get involved? What do you need? Do you need diapers? Help provide those. Do you need uh, clothing for for young babies and children? Help provide those resources. Do you need volunteer help? You know, so it is reaching out on a multi multi multiple prongs here to 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 be a help and and those three main ways again he talked about political lobbying but advocacy at abortion centers also pro-life service organizations assisting them as well let's go to jim next in wisconsin you're on the air hi gentlemen thank you so much for both what both of you are doing um while i was listening to the program the scripture came to mind hosea 4 6 my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and uh, i think uh, a lot of Christians don't want to know because then they might be compelled to do something. So what I do is I go on Facebook and I tell them, hey, this program's on. You guys listen. Get informed of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And for most of the churches, we're not being compelled. These are biblical issues. We're not being compelled to get out there and do something about this. Yeah. So we've got to take the mantle ourselves as individuals. And uh, thank you, Jim, for mentioning that about helping out with pro-life centers because it just started me, uh, a place near me. Um, I'm wondering how they're doing, so I'm going to go yeah. check it out and see if they need some help. Great. So thank you so much. Thank you for your call. I can't think of a one that doesn't need resources to help them along in their endeavors. Uh, Daniel Tomlinson, our guest, uh, again, their website, compasscarecommunity.com. Thank you, Daniel, for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Really a pleasure to be on with you. And uh, folks, uh, certainly to be in prayer regarding these matters as well, uh, always and everything, uh, to bathe in prayer but uh, also some very practical ways to be engaged in, in ways of action as well and uh, critical times in which we live, and uh, certainly we must stand up for life. We thank you for joining us here today, and something else you can do, friends, take time to share a link with this program to others so that they may also be informed on these critical matters. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from VCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208, or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.